0: Please listen carefully. Hey listeners, welcome to another episode of Unofficial Woho Radio, a podcast by women's hockey fans for women's hockey fans. All right, trades,
1: signings, free agency hell. Hey Lorraine, you know how you wanted to black out those two players um, leaving? Well, you got to talk about them again.
2: Oh no. <laughs> Alright, so, if you haven't been paying attention, you might have missed Genevieve Lacasse and uh, Jill Salnier, formerly of the Calgary Inferno. They have both been traded to Montreal, and, Aww. yeah, I'm very sad. There are some, There there is one positive in this for me, in that I said something really embarrassing to Lacasse once. So chances of that happening again are now much smaller with her on the other side of the country. <laughs> but other than that, this is very painful for me.
0: Aww. I made a complete fool of myself in front of, like, half of the Calgary Inferno once when they came to Ottawa to play for the, for the Cup. What did you do? I was just, like, really embarrassingly fangirling all over them. Oh, except Aww. no one else on my team. Because what they did, what they did was the day before because they played on Sunday. So on Saturday, they went around because uh, um, a bunch of the like girl leagues were um, having hockey tournaments that day. So they came and they visited like a bunch of the teams, except no one knew who they were. Um, oh, no. Except I did. It, and I was like, yeah, it was... And I was like, oh my god, it's the Calgary Inferno And all my team was like, what? And I was like, um I like them And they were like, oh, okay I was the only one who was really invested I was very embarrassing And there's still a picture of me And um, Bridget cat somewhere Aww. But yeah <laughs> They stayed and watched the game for a little bit Which I really wish they didn't Because I play House League and I'm not that great <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's my story at least there's not a team in Ottawa so I can never talk to them again ever <laughs> so <laughs> this is like three years ago and it's still like burned into my memory is the worst thing I've ever done if it makes
2: you feel any better Haley Wickenheiser, Marie Plan, Charlene Labonte and Christina Kessler have all seen me cry <laughs> Oh, oh no! <laughs> I had, like, really bad anxiety when I, like, first started, like, meeting players. So it was, like, not great at first. But on the bright side, I w- I, they were very nice. I would just be like, I'm sorry, I have anxiety, so I'm not good at this. Can you please sign me? <laughs> they were all very nice about it.
0: <laughs> We're all so competent at meeting people we admire. Yeah, we should not be
2: allowed <laughs> in the same room as them, probably.
0: <laughs> Definitely not. Aww.
1: <laughs> to be fair, when I met the ribs, I didn't embarrass myself, I think. I was just really nervous. Oh. But I think that led to me, like, not talking as much.
2: We got very far away from free agency and trades.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, any, so anything else happening, I'm really bad at remembering what what happens, like, during free agency, so.
2: Because of, like, how trades work in the CWHL, they're kind of based on player request. Since, like, players don't make a living wage, mm-hmm. they they kind of can go wherever they can find, like, a full-time job outside of hockey. Oh, yeah, okay. so that makes sense. It could be, like, years before... Like, a Montreal player is like, oh, I got a job in Calgary, I need to get traded to the Inferno. And then that could, like, complete the trade. Oh, If that player could be, like, I don't know, Marie Fleet Plan or something, that'd be great, that'd be cool with me.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, the whale, since we recorded our last episode, which I should note, was, like... Over two weeks before it actually ended up getting aired because I had to do so much editing to it. We talked for two hours and I cut it down to like 40 minutes, so. And he was
2: very drunk. That did not help at all.
0: Oh, it did not. Um, <laughs> since then, the whale are alive. They're doing so good.
1: Yeah. So
0: <laughs> proud of them. Yes. Or they finally
2: remembered oh, right, free agency is happening. We should maybe sign <laughs> some players.
0: It's like that Mulan gif. I live. They're back. They're back. And yeah, so that was, that made me happy. That's basically all that's happened trade-wise, I think. Um, We still don't know what Hillary Knight's doing. She's gone radio silent. I hadn't seen a tweet from her in a while that isn't like a stock
2: social media tweet. Maybe she'll, you know, her and Genevieve Lacasse, both former Boston Blades greats. Maybe she'll follow in her former teammate's footsteps.
1: Go, to you. Maybe I mean she's living in Boston right yeah. now. Yeah,
0: although she does have, um, she's like one of the few players who, because of her high profile and like all her sponsorships and stuff, she doesn't need like a part-time job or a full-time job. Yeah, so she could she could yeah. probably move if she really wanted to because she. Only really went to Montreal because, like, she only played like what two games before they before they got kicked out. So she might yep. she might be thinking about it. We don't know what she's gonna do, but she wanted to play in Montreal before. So I'm yeah, before sending
2: we- out telepathic yeah. yeah. signals to Boston for Hillary Knight to sign in Calgary. Actually, as we speak. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure that'll be so effective. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, that's the big big stuff that's happened, um, trade wise. Now the only other thing that has that matters at all in women's hockey is Ange Bataglino and Madison Packer.
1: They're engaged.
0: Oh my god! they got god. engaged while I was camping. I live <laughs> for two days. <laughs> And they get engaged. And other stuff happened, but this was the main thing. Alice
2: going into the woods somehow, (laughs) like, powers some, or brings
0: about some great gay energy. (laughs) I really Mm -hmm. should go back into the woods. And then maybe the riveters will name a coach before this episode comes out. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Tay sounds so stressed. (laughs) I'm so sorry for you, Tay. I'm I mean, sure something will happen, maybe hopefully I mean something has to happen, we can't just not have a coach I don't know, maybe Danny Ryland will decide to be coach this year that's a reference for those who don't know, listeners um, Danny Ryland was the Riveter's GM the first year, which was kind of weird, because she was also the league commissioner, but now she's no longer their GM, so that was it was just weird, but
1: It's a reference to that. (laughs) I remember reading about that, um, just reading about the first year and how people thought that her being the GM was like showing favoritism. And I was like, you know, I think the Roots were pretty terrible that year. I don't think it matters. (laughs) That was her trying to cover up the favoritism. Like she was like, hey, guys, you got to
2: play real bad. Otherwise, people will... Suspected conflict of interest.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I think it's. I think it's pretty hard to be a GM while you're also running the league for the first year. Might have. Might have been a part of it. Trying hard to Uh hard to convince players to join your brand new league when you're also running said league. Ooh. uh, So so back to um Pacaglino. I'm just still
2: like so impressed by Anya wearing white pants. And not getting grass stains on them. Power move. Like sometimes I just lie awake at night and I'm like, how did she do that?
0: I heard a rumor according to a tweet that she brought knee pads, which if she did, if that's true, because it's like someone else tweeted that out. If she did do that, that's like the ultimate femme power move right there. Like, Like propose to your girlfriend, bring white pants, like while wearing white pants, bring knee pads so when you kneel in the grass to propose, you don't get grass stains on them. She's so powerful Both of them are Though she's only at 15% of their combined gay energy So I think she needs to up the ante a bit That's according to a Snapchat poll That they requested to ask who was more gay And she had 15% of the vote So (laughs) Am I still here? Okay. Yeah. That's going to be. Yeah. So do y'all. Gonna talk- be, that's going to be a common run. A running joke is has Alice has Alice's Wi-Fi disconnected.
2: Stay with us, Alice. <laughs> yeah. And be like dramatic scene in Grey's Anatomy. <laughs>
0: I still appreciate the first the first episode, there's a whole 15 minutes I cut, well not 15, but like five, where both of you are like, Alice, where'd you go? We don't know how to do this without you. <laughs> and I still have the audio, it's very funny, when I was editing it, it was aww. like, aww,
2: <laughs> it was very funny. That's what we say every time you, you leave. We're both just like, you don't know what we're doing. I don't what know what I'm doing,
1: doing either, but I just know yeah, more about podcasts. Yeah, two weeks ago,
0: that happens every time. Um, ooh. Second topic. Second topic. The Vanky Rays oh, Are no more. Yes. I think this oh, is our third two topic. On, it's two on the list, sorry. Our third topic. <laughs> um... They're gone.
2: Goodbye, Rays. It was nice knowing you, even though we had no idea you were going <laughs> to exist until <laughs> you were suddenly I, there. They were
0: kind of a non-entity, even like while they were playing, because Kaloon, like care, care, s was such a big. Um, I remember like when they first sort of (laughs) when they announced KRS um, they announced that was a big announcement right and then um, Banky was not even like announced at all they just all of a sudden had their logo on the website Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. and I
0: was reading what some reporters were saying and like I don't really know enough about this to have my own opinion but I'll repeat like their what they were theorizing was because it was so last minute they think that China wanted two teams and the C didn't because they were like two weeks is a long time for people to leave but China wanted to have more players so they added so they added the team last minute and then sure enough the travel was really hard and not a lot of players could make it for two whole weeks off work Yeah. so then they were like okay you know what maybe we do need to drop it down to one team but we'll substitute the player like the amount of players we want to be training with this other team that'll play exhibition games only in China not a part of the C that's what I've heard <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I I heard of, like, earlier this summer, people were questioning if there were going to still be two China teams in the CWHL, and it was confirmed then that there were, and I think that's why a lot of people were shocked when it was announced that Veggie folded from the sea, because we were just told that there were two China teams. True. Well there weren't there's technically two. But the which, whichever second team that the KRS is sponsoring is outside the CWHL, so it kind of doesn't affect them.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's like mainly it's just it's like purely to train their players. Which is like why they wanted the C in the first place. They wanted to be able to play against those players, and that's why they have yeah. so many um heritage players because they want they want to be able to do well at the Beijing Olympics which is the whole point of this um but it does it does show that again just right. kind of parroting what what reporters have been saying like that the uh contract is really flexible um but wasn't there um, a player who was on Vanky or something and he and she was saying that she knew the team wasn't going to be back like the players already knew that the play, that the team probably wasn't coming back and that's what they all signed in America or whatever
1: yeah, it just looks like the writing was on the wall, at least. I don't know if, you know, if they were told specifically that Vanky was folding, but a lot of them have been moving back to the States.
2: And yeah, considering the amount of players that were with the China team signing with North American teams, I think, like, the press release did say players were consulted, so I think a lot of them saw it, or uh-huh. all of them saw it coming, or I would have at the very least suspected so I don't think it's like players were left hung out to dry and completely blindsided by it.
0: That's why I see a lot of the criticism of it is, It's like, oh my god, this is hurting the players. They all have to uproot their lives again. It was like, weren't they all living in the states during the offseason anyway?
2: Yeah. And yeah, like the North American players, like I think, like are they're not going to have a problem finding somewhere else to play. And I th- and definitely like based on. Liz Knox's comments especially about like how hard it was to like be there like take time off work and go to China for that long to be playing that many games in such a short amount of time was like really hard for them. So for the North American players I think this is a great move definitely I think the smart move Um, and uh, but and like I was at first like oh this sucks for the China players though because now they're short a team. But if, like, Vanky is still there, just separate, so Mm -hmm. they still have a place to play?
0: I was looking up uh, the Victory Press again. They're the ones who do a lot of this, like, really in-depth reporting. They—I can't remember the name of the reporter. I will mention it in the show notes. They did an in-depth sort of investigation, in quotes, into the sort of backstory and, like, behind the scenes of China's women's hockey development. And it's super shady. A lot of it, like, um, the KRS, KRS just kind of, like, got rid of, like, a bunch of, a bunch of people lost their jobs all of a sudden and were replaced by, like, the KRS people or something like that. Super shady. Um, and they have, like, the way they're trying to train these players is basically, like, put them in, like, an intensive program since, like, as early as early as they can and, like, get them to be, like, super good. But the player, but the problem is like these kids because they're like literally kids like in this like the parents like you know say oh we want them to be good at hockey they don't like hockey because the program is so intense so by the time they grow up they don't want to play anymore mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to like the way that it's developed in North America where it's like you play hockey and if you're good at it you keep developing but it's because you like the game although there is like the whole thing about parents forcing their kids to like stay in the sport, but it's the way they're developing it. They're trying to fast track something that can't be fast tracked. And a lot of that is like super weird, mm. all of that stuff, but they're putting a lot of money and resources into this. They want to, they want to be good, but it's like the question of how they're doing it, how that's going to affect like everyone else. So it's shady. It's definitely shady. The China thing is,
2: is all very shady, and I think like I think with the press release, this is like the one time the CWHL actually was transparent about it. They
0: didn't just like take them off their website, never mention them again, which I kind of almost expected.
2: One thing that bothered me about a lot of the reaction to like the news of the Rays like folding was like people just responding to it being like, "Oh, the NHL is, or the, the NHL. <laughs> the CWHL is being so so shady about this, and they need to be more transparent. And it's like they consulted with players and the league administrators. They put out a press release explaining their reasoning. I'm not sure, like in general, the CWHL needs to be more transparent, but in this case, I'm not sure... How much more transparent about it they could have been?
0: Like they what they can't like what like put out like a graph of their finances explaining why they made this decision? Like that's just not something that companies ever do. Like that's just like like I can I get like the the desire to sort of be a part of it, but like they put out a press like what you said they put out a press release. They explained it. They talked to people in their organization. There's not really much more they could have done.
2: And like the CDOHLPa is mostly I I guess like symbolic. But from Liz Knox's comments, which by the way, Liz Knox, if she told me, I think it'd be great if you ate your right (laughs) arm, I'd probably be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. So I think from her comments on it, it's, it almost sounds like this is something the CHLPA actually wanted.
0: Yeah, I get, I get the feeling they were really sort of exhausted by the, by the playing schedule last year. Like, Especially considering the amount of players who did not go to China because they couldn't get those two weeks off work. And then once you go there, you're playing like this draining schedule and like, Mm -hmm.
2: and then you have to go home and go back to work like right away. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So I I get the feeling that they didn't want the team in the first place. And now they're sort of like, yeah, we don't want this team. And China was like, fine. And just separated the team from the, from the sea. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Also, I think it's good because it kind of shows that that the CWHL isn't afraid to tell KRS, like, hey, we don't want to just go along with whatever you say because you have the purse strings, kind of. Yeah,
0: so hopefully we'll find out more about this stuff because, again, shady, super shady, but mm-hmm. until then, like, I think... Out of all the things that the CHL has handled badly with complete lack of transparency, this is not one of them. And hopefully, that's like a trend we keep seeing in the future is them being like, just explain why you're doing a thing instead of just hiding the fact that you're doing the thing.
2: At the very least, tell us you're doing a yes. thing. Yes. Yes. Don't just post a, a logo on your website and then have people going, oh, uh, hey, what's the logo for there?
0: Uh, like, <laughs> it's like oh, yeah. By the way, we added a new team, except we didn't tell anyone. We just put the logo up there. I'm glad you found it. Now we don't have to do anything. What? Anyway, and
2: apparently we can't go like two days without the C-D-H-L dropping another
1: bombshell on us. It's starting to look really bad with all of these bombs the C W H L keeps dropping this summer. Like someone needs to tell them about like
0: how to time this stuff because I'm kinda of starting to get yeah, worried. I was I was thinking about it. Like it's kind of it's like a PR thing because I get the feeling that it's just we like this is the off season, it's time mm-hmm. to do all this managing, right? But at the same time, if if you're gonna do something like this, not saying that it isn't looking kind of suspicious, but if you're gonna do it, you need to like give people, like, at least a week, maybe a bit longer, for being like, oh, by the way, we are getting rid of team, and oh, by the way, our commissioner, who has been our only commissioner in our entire existence, is leaving. Ta-da! And, like, one after the other, like, some breathing space, maybe. So Brenda Andrus is leaving. That's a thing. I don't think any of us have any commentary, really, on it. No,
1: I mean, I do... Think it's impressive that they found an interim commissioner mm-hmm. so quickly, but that tells me that they were like acting behind the scenes before actually making it. Yeah, I'm
0: getting I'm getting the feeling that she's been thinking about that.
2: They probably had her lined up before they announced
0: yeah. this. Even. I get the feeling mm-hmm. that she's she's been thinking about that for um a while. Brenda Andrus, like stepping down, and then because what was it like two days, yeah. two or three days mm-hmm. that they found someone else and they they announced it. Definitely, definitely, probably pre-planned, or mm-hmm. at least like they already had like a short list of people ready to go, which would make sense. Yeah, um, yeah.
2: But it says interim commissioner, so I don't know how long.
0: Yeah. True. She'll have that at least, job. I like. I don't know how it works because they never switched before, right? So, um. Yeah. Yeah you no, Brenda Anders has been league commissioner since uh, since it was created. So um but what's her name again? The the interim one? Jane Humphrey? Yeah, she's she's got an impressive list of credentials. So I feel
2: I think going for like every hockey title there is.
0: A bold move. Bold and worthy cause. <laughs> um but I think I think she'll be good because Someone was mentioning, like, based on like her history, she's been like attached to the CHL, but she hasn't been like so involved that she she kind of like fits into like the mold of doing it how they do, you know. So yeah. hopefully, she'll um, have some new ideas. Transparency, please, on the top of that list. For the love of please. hockey everywhere, please just tell us when things are happening.
2: I hope that since like Gina Hefford, she used to play in the in the C. So I hope there's, like, more, or like, that creates more opportunity for, I guess, communication between, like, the commissioner and the board of directors and the players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe she'll, I I don't know, have more understanding of where players are coming from. Yeah. And, like, what their needs are, because she was there, like, not that long ago.
0: Hopefully. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. See. Ah. Okay, um Tay uh, hey, says topics Night Watch A a deer ate her flowers. Can you explain that? <laughs> oh, okay.
1: Um, so when I asked for questions on Tumblr, someone reblogged and put in the notes that I should talk about um, one of Hillary Knight's recent uh, Instagram stories where she had five consecutive stories about a deer eating out of the flower pots at her parents' house. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah, so that's what's happening at
0: Nightwatch. (laughs) Riveting, I'm sure. Watch her, like, pull a bombshell on all of us and just, like, go to Sweden or something.
2: Oh, no, that'd be
0: so sad. That's totally the kind of thing she would (laughs) do, though, if only for the drama.
2: Blake Bolden did first. I loved her, but not enough to learn about a whole new hockey week and follow a whole new hockey week and... (sighs) Also, I don't know. I don't understand how time zones work. I Like, I really don't. <laughs> I forget what time zone I'm in all the time. Since
0: <laughs> like talking to you guys on a regular basis. I always have a tab um, open to time zone converter on timeanddate.com so I can, like, remember where you guys, like, what time it is where you guys are. Oh. Wait, Decker's not coming back? Sorry, Tay, I'm reading your notes. <sighs> Oh, um, that is
1: just a guess right now because she's going to be the assistant coach for the U.S. girls U18 national team. Um, So there's no word on whether or not she's going to return to the NWHL or. um, Do that full time. Or I guess the C. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um, I do know that. No idea. I do know that Julie Chu is the coach of the Concordia team, and she was coach while she was still playing. So, um, so Mm -hmm. maybe Decker will try and stay on at least for like one more year. Maybe, Mm -hmm. we don't know, but she might try.
1: You can totally tell that that's like where her heart lies too. Cause if you just like even look on her Instagram, like her stories, like it, so much of it is, um, coaching or like talking to Mm -hmm. girls teams, um, as you know, as a lot of them have been doing, um, after the gold medal game. So,
2: also, I would, she would probably make more as a coach yeah, than as a player. Yeah,
1: yeah, I wouldn't be mad at all if that's what she did because, I mean, we also need yeah, more women coaches in the sport. Jess Jones is
2: back in Markham. That will be great for them. Like Markham, Markham is already a good team. And then I'm pretty sure Jess Jones, wasn't she like rookie of the year the season before she went to Buffalo or something?
0: I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I'm not sure, but I would yeah, so like,
2: you know. She's like a pretty good scorer.
1: Really good at <laughs> ripping off face masks too.
2: That too. Very important hockey skill.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That'll be good for them. I'm glad. I like Markham. They have such nice jerseys.
2: Oh, they do. I love their new logo. I, okay, we, we spent too much time talking about their logo, though.
0: No, we spent exactly the amount of time talking about their logo, because that is one nice logo. So should we move on
1: to the two questions that we got? Oh, true. Um, I'm going to pull this up right now. Um,
0: here we go.
2: Now it is time for our segment known as question period, where we answer questions from listeners from Twitter and Tumblr. Yeah, um,
0: if you do want to ask us a question, anytime you can at any of us or our Twitter um, or like our, our podcast Twitter, we're going to plug that at the end of the episode or use the hashtag hashtag radio. Cause we check that. And so we got two from um, Twitter user at Daisy on the ice. Thank you, Daisy. And uh, the first one reads, in honor of Anga and Madison getting engaged, how would you plan a hockey-themed wedding?
1: Oh, I don't even know.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, there had to be ice involved.
1: Yeah. I, um, I think Natalie
2: Spooner on her Instagram story was at a wedding that was actually in an ice arena. Yeah.
0: Room. You'd have to make that look really nice, though, because like, some rinks look really ugly.
2: Well, I think this one was like a pro mm-hmm, mm-hmm. arena. And they, they just like had an arch. I think like they didn't actually really try to even hide that it was an arena. They just had an arch. Have
0: them skate in and that both of great. them snow each other. That'd be really funny. Just that, that visual to me is way better
2: than shoving cake in each other's faces at the reception. And that's what
0: you should do instead. I don't know. Have them have the arch be made out of like pucks or something that would end really badly if it fell but like again you'd have to like glue them together something like that
2: i don't think rubber really glues well yeah
0: foam make them make them out of like fake foam and stuff and have that be the arch and then add hockey sticks in there somewhere
2: um when they sign their marriage license they can have like you know those erasers to put on the ends of pencils that look like hockey sticks? Yeah. Oh no, Tay has gone. Oh no! They can put those on the pen for signing their marriage certificate because nothing says class like a hockey stick shaped eraser. It's
0: the classiest thing you can have. What?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, care to explain? <laughs> oh, so, uh, the classiest thing you can have is, uh, have a... I don't know if you've seen these, but they're like erasers that you can stick on the end of your pencil that are shaped like a yeah. like a hockey stick, like a stick blade. Oh, yeah. So they can put that on the end of their of their pen to sign their like marriage license or whatever. Oh, for like the guest book or something. That's the classiest thing.
0: Yeah, that's. I funny. don't know. None of us, none of us are marriage are like wedding planners, but like I think those those few things be really cute you could have like ooh, have have like the person like you know like that like the little kid um who like brings the like the ring bearer who's usually a kid because it's cute have that that'll have like a little kid dressed in like timbits hockey gear like not timbits timbits but like little little kid hockey gear and have them skate down like (laughs) holding holding the rings on like a pillow or something like you know how they do i think that'd be cute have them be a goalie that'd be so cute little like like baby goalies are adorable
1: no people love goalies very true that you could get um dunkin donuts to sponsor your wedding (laughs) 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 oh i'm pretty okay i am like like 300 sure that dunkin donuts got a cake from Megan Duggan and Jillian Apps's bridal shower. Did y'all see that? I did not. No. Yeah, okay. I'll have to like find the post and send it to you, but it's a donut-shaped cake that says congratulations from your friends at Dunkin' Donuts.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, that would not surprise me at all. <laughs> I th- well, don't they both really like Dunkin's though? Or was that someone else?
1: I know Duggan does, but I don't really follow Apps, so I have no idea.
0: That's so funny. Spots. That's so cute. That's really cute though. Imagine like, especially if you actually like the company and they like give you a cake. That's cute.
1: Their wedding is happening really soon. I'm so excited.
0: Mm-hmm. I need to actually get on Instagram more because that's where they post stuff. Uh, here's the here's the next question. Again, by um, at Daisy on the Ice. What do you hope changes for the CWHL under new leadership? We kind of talked about that before, but like more specifically, I think the main thing again is like, transparency
2: yeah um, yeah
0: more dialogue between the league and the players sort of more like respect for the players association from the from the administration mm-hmm that's the right yeah
2: one, you know oh also yeah. more work with the nwhl please like like you yes. don't have to merge just please like work together you're both on the same team you have like the same goals
1: you have teams in the same city
0: yeah that is a problem but like what they could do like if if they wanted to if they didn't want to merge which I feel I get the feeling that like the higher up stuff only just because like the logistics of that is gonna be really difficult um but like you could do things like say like you know like embrace your brand as like you know, American versus Canadian have like the rivalry in the form of exhibition games. Yeah, like you could you could market that. Like people from like bo- like from both sides would want to go see that. Like, ooh, watch these teams face off in a way that's better handled than how the NHL screwed up the uh, the outdoor classic because that was bad. No, oh, that was. Awesome. But do it
2: from you know. Also, make it watchable
1: somewhere, unlike the NHL. Yeah, please. And I mean, collaboration between the leagues doesn't necessarily have to end in, like, games. I would love for it to, but even just sharing, like, how to market would be really nice. Yeah. So even just, like, business collaborations would be really nice between the leagues.
0: Joint promos and stuff like that. Yes. You know, instead of vague tweeting about each other, why don't you actual tweet about each other and like you don't need to do it doesn't need a whole lot if you don't like want to put in the effort of games but you can do some stuff that is just not annoying people who are fans of both leagues because that's kind of the vibe i get from the fans when you ever when you get those sort of like snide comments that have happened only a few times but when they do it's not fun to see i'm
1: so glad they have stopped vague tweeting about <sighs> yeah. each other that was so annoying
0: it was it was really annoying Anyway, um, so I think that's what we want to see for the C (laughs) under new leadership. I don't know if we'll get it. I hope we get at least some of it. Like, we're being kind of really optimistic, but that's kind of what we want to see.
1: Yeah. I think first and foremost, transparency. Let's let's start Mm -hmm. with that. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. Um, I think it's time to wrap this up. Uh, As always, thank you for listening. And if you like this, please go and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It does help us out. And you can find us on Twitter at at Radio. Give us a follow on there. We always tweet our show notes out. So if you want to know, if you're wondering where to find our show notes before we get our website set up, it's on there. You can find us also on Tumblr at um, unofficialwohoradio. And you can find me, Alice, on Twitter at yellowwoho and Tay. You can
1: find me at Twitter at ribs underscore R underscore Roland with no G.
0: Loren! Where can we find you?
1: You can find me
2: on Twitter at Spoon So That's Spoon as in Spooner and Ickelson as in Mickelson.
0: Awesome. And again, i um, like to remind you folks that we are now on Radio Public. Radio Public is a free podcast app. It's independent and it helps support podcasters. If you could head on over and get Radio Public's app, which is really nice, I use it, and uh, listen to us on there. That'd be super awesome of you to help support the show that way. So we will see you, well, in two weeks, probably. It's usually when we do our episodes. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.